Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and right here is my amazing, beautiful, powerful young lady, Avila, who's going to be joining us today. Do you want to say anything? Okay. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Tai Ro. has a new album called Unchained, released on September 24th via Rock Shots Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Michael to share some more information about this stellar release, as well as to just catch up with Michael in general, because uh, you were on the show. I was trying to look it up. Like, what? Three years ago? Four years ago now? Yeah, 2018, I think. And it was for Die Crest, my other band. Exactly. And uh, killer dude. I dig you. <laughs> I like your voice. Uh, you're good looking. All the reasons to, you know, have you on the show multiple times in a row. <laughs> thank <laughs> so, you. Thank you. Glad to be back. Absolutely. So I guess my first question, we'll chat kind of in between you and, uh, you know, Tyro. So this album, Unchained, what either A, went into crafting this record, or B, what did you guys set out to do with this record? Well, first of all, I really like the Finnish R you used for the Tyro, <laughs> the rolling R. Gitos. It's kind of a trademark of the Finnish language. Hey, nice. So Unchained is, uh, well, we're an indie band. We're not a very big band. We only do it for the love of creating music together. You know, it's a, it's a nice balance uh, when you go to work and you have all the weekdays are filled with... Uh, work and you know everyday stuff to go to the rehearsal place and craft songs together and unchained uh if you look at the artwork there's this like beast having this like uh, beautiful mask which is taking off and this unchained is kind of the whole theme of the record which means kind of like showing your true self and your true emotions and all of the songs kind of talk about our lives like you know there's unchained which is about like kind of those crazy carpe diem moments in life when something crazy happens and it's kind of like it becomes a you know amazing memory and uh horizons uh was because <clears throat> of the covid isolation not being able to travel not able to not being able to see friends and stuff so it's kind of for the longing to see the world and experience things and so all of these songs are kind of related to you know the band members lives and kind of showing the true unchained emotions mm-hmm. so to say yeah, taking them chains put it off. Very shortly. <laughs> exactly. Beautiful. I mean, I'm looking at some of these stats, and the round lead single, it looks like, reached over 110,000 streams on Spotify. I mean, that's incredible. Well, that was a few years ago already, so it's been there for, I think, three years. So okay. it took a while to get the album together. The other ones have just been released, so they're kind of like insignificant numbers still, but. looking at at your songs you insignificant numbers come back when you're you've got something to share Um, yeah you mentioned it took a little bit to get the the records together uh why is that pandemic other things Uh, why it took so long yeah yeah uh, well, <clears throat> well, we had to learn how to make a record. That was one thing. It's harder than it lo- uh, than it might seem uh, when you start just playing and practicing mu- music as a hobby. You know, getting all the tracks together, getting the artworks organized, the music videos. It's a lot of work. And we had a very clear vision that we wanted of what kind of quality we wanted to be. Well, it looks so great. So getting it to that quality took, yeah, four years. <laughs> Because, I mean, you know, the funny thing you mentioned, like, we're an indie band, we're just doing it on the weekends. When I look at the music videos that came out, you know, for uh, this album, Road Goes On, and the new one, Fragments of a Memory, I mm. mean, uh, well, then Horizons as well. Um, I mean, cinematography is, you know, fantastic. So you guys are definitely putting your, when, when you have some time, you're spending it well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. 
Well, we don't want to do anything ha- ha- like half-assed. We want everything to be the best, you know. We got the mastery engineer who who is Grammy-nominated guy who did like Rammstein and Volbeat, and and uh, we used the biggest studio in Finland. And well, all of this costs a lot as well, of course. So we had to <laughs> invest quite a lot of personal money into this in this record because we didn't want it to be this like demo-sounding thing, you know. We wanted to sound as epic as what we had the vision for the songs <laughs> for, you know. You guys. So all- now we're all in horrible debt. <laughs> well, exactly. Is it the studio that has the sauna in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to that sauna while making the record, yeah. <laughs> Sonic Pump Studios. Beautiful. And it's in Helsinki, if I remember correctly, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely saw some some serious credits uh, on on the record as far as people who are working on everything is concerned. You mentioned, you know, Rammstein, Volbeat. Um, I think I saw Swallow the Sun somewhere in here. Uh, oh, we toured in Japan with them okay. a few years back. Very cool. Yeah, I just had them on to chat about their live record, and then obviously they're uh, secretly releasing, not so secretly anymore, a full album, but <clears throat> good to touch okay, base with. nice. Yeah. Nice. So say hi- nice guys. They are. Say hi. Say John. Uh, John says hi. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, something else you mentioned as well was... Um, I'm kind of, you know, uniquely fascinated by, I guess, the openness of saying, no, no, we got our full-time jobs. We're fulfilled by that. We just do this kind of thing on on the weekend. Uh, not necessarily that artists try to hide that so much, but there's almost like a persona, like, you know, this is me. This is what I'm doing. Um, very cool stuff. Take us through, then, I guess, the pandemic. Did that have a positive effect on this record, a negative effect on this record? Well, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we, we toured Japan a few years back, and... We played a lot of shows around like Estonia and Finland. So, you know, always having to prepare for shows and practicing and rehearsing, getting like backdrops and, and sound crew and stuff. It takes time away from, from the album creation process. So when all of the shows went away, we basically ha- had nothing else to do than to finish the album. So <laughs> <laughs> without the pandemic, it might still not be released. So. Yeah. That's that's kind of funny. Well, you mentioned so many things. I mean, how do you keep that balance being in, uh, you know, other bands as well, having your full time mm-hmm. thing going on and organizing all of these things? How do you guys keep your head straight? Well, I'm the only guy in the band who has four bands. So, like, I'm kind of a <laughs> strange, strange creature in that sense. Our bassist has two bands. He has Blame Me and, and Dyro. Mm-hmm. But it's basically I just I don't have free time. <laughs> That's the secret. <laughs> I only work and work on me or or do my music stuff. Right. You know, so okay. If you do that, then you have suddenly time because you don't need time for anything else. This is very true. How do you spend your free time? <laughs> well, I'll show you some music videos and some record contracts. That's how I spend my free time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's fun. Yeah. For sure. Uh, lyrically, is there? A theme to the record as a whole, Unchained? Does it? Does everything tie together? I know you mentioned a few of the tracks in the very beginning, Unchained, mm. Taking Off the Mask, that sort of thing. Um, but Raw emotions, kind of like, you know. Yeah. Is it? Is it a concept album, or is, or is it... I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a concept album. Uh, there's a trilogy in the end. So that, that if, if the whole album would be like that, then it would be probably a concept album. But that, the downfall is basically just like uh, experiencing a downfall in life. You know, there's a song about addiction, song about depression. 
And the last song I actually wrote about uh, Alzheimer's disease, which I have some experiences in my family. So fragments of memory, you know, kind of losing sense of what has been and what is now and who do you know and who can you trust because of that, you know, horrible disease and experience. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. But otherwise, there- it's just, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> I was going to say that's that's unfortunate, and for anybody else out there, you know, listening in, you're on Apple Podcasts, you're on Spotify, you're watching on YouTube, the website, um, you're enjoying Avila. Uh, nice. <laughs> Where are you, sweetie? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Babysitting and podcasting at the same time. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the Alzheimer's, dementia, that sort of thing. I mean, that's that's incredible. Is there anything... Maybe you want to touch on that as far as support for anybody out there? Well, you know, I think we tend to, especially when it comes to disease and, you know, mental health problems and stuff like that, we tend to kind of not talk about it. It's a bit like taboo in a way. So it was really, uh, it was a very therapeutic, uh, I can't pronounce it. Therapeutic. (laughs) Therapeutic to write about that subject because, you know, if it's in your life, uh, it's 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 in your head, but it's such a horrible thing that you don't want to really think about it. But suddenly, if you express yourself in art and and put it outside your head and and produce something outside your head, you know, it somehow you can release. You know, it, it takes a lot of that weight off. So I, I hope if someone has experiences with it, like Alzheimer's and stuff, and they listen and maybe watch the music video because that's kind of also reflecting this theme. Maybe they could find some, you know, relatability from those words because it's basically just unchained raw emotions that I had about this this experience in my family. So yeah, uh, with four bands, is that <coughs> how you approach Thy Rao or Thy Ro or Thy Ro Thy Rao? Is being unchained? Is that how you approach it a little bit differently? Like, how do you approach personally when you're in four different bands? Yeah, well, the thing is, I love music a lot. <laughs> Basically, music is the thing that you know keeps me going, and uh, I love very m- different kinds of of music. For example, I really love those you know escapism kind of going on a journey like Iron Maiden, Power Slave, going to Egypt, or you know Rime of the Ancient Mariner. <laughs> so I have bands that do different things. I have four four amazing groups of people who do different kind of things. And I found that it's very nice for creativity because if I would be making the exact same kind of thematics and sound album after album, I think it would really, it would become hard because you don't really go anywhere else. So you feel fresh again when you start a new new record. So now that I've finished this one, I'm going to finish another one next, which is completely different. So when we start working on the next Tyro album, uh, you know, I'm going to feel like, okay, and I'm ready to, to dig into this kind of topics and this kind of sound again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, there was an American singer, Russell Allen, uh, from Symphony X. And, and he, he has like Trans-Siberian Orchestra and, and Adrenaline Mob and stuff. And he said the same thing. And I was like, oh, man, that's so, you know, true. You keep like refreshed. And for a vocalist, it's good because... You get to sing in different styles and you stay active. So, like, the muscle, you know, keeps healthy. <laughs> this is very true. Well, you're kind of reminding me yeah. of uh, 
somebody I've had on the show a few times. And I'm not name dropping, just a name drop. It's true. This guy has been like bonkers busy during the pandemic. I think he started another five or six bands. Uh, oh, but, wow. But Bjorn from Soilwork. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been doing guest vocals on anybody's record just about this whole time. Started at, yeah. the, at the movies doing 80s uh, soundtrack covers. Came out with a bunch yeah, of... Yeah, Night Flight Orchestra. Yeah, yeah. Night Flight Orchestra. Uh, you know, I've had had them on as well. I mean, it's it's crazy stuff. So it's good to be good to be productive and find that time. And I guess my next question, oh. kind of a funny question though, is I know for a lot of people it's hard to find people. You know, how many how many musicians are listening in right now and thinking, man, I'd love to be in four bands of four groups of people, but I can't even put one together. Mm. How do you? either make yourself attractive or other than be attractive or how do you find those people that you can say yeah i got four different groups i can count on we're doing our thing well um well first of all it helps if you live in the country with most metal bands per capita <laughs> <laughs> even a- barack obama said that in an interview like finland is known for this and 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 in Helsinki, the capital. So there's so many metal musicians. And, and you know, I meet metal musicians every day. Like, I, I work at a gym. And, and you know, Kiko Lorero from Megadeth comes, like, every day there and says, like, hi. And we talk about music. And it's such a, like, metal kind of... There's so many musicians here. It's, it's really easy if you live here. Uh, I think it would be probably different in North America. Because metal is basically the most listened genre in Finland. And I think in America it might be a bit different. So the it's least like least um, listened to genre. I'll tell you that right now. It's a niche. It's a niche, niche genre, right? It's a niche genre, yeah. yeah. But it's much harder. But I would say, you know, there's so many possibilities nowadays through internet. I think there's even like websites where Bjorn is on also, where you can like put your like profile, your picture, what you've done, what are your skills, some samples. And pe- people can contact you and search, you know, from different area and, and kind of like filter it down in the search engine. And you can find different musicians. So that's something you could do nowadays and in lockdown and COVID times. Of course, finding people who are going to meet and rehearse, then you need to have a place where there is enough metal musicians so that they are like, the, that they exist. <laughs> <laughs> In the first place. All right. But so you, you have to be good. That's the thing. You have to practice a lot so that your skills become attractive, you know. That's right. Then people will be like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you play the guitar as well? You did a little guitar hand motion there. Yeah, I, I play. I, I compose with guitar. Uh, bass guitar is the only one I've studied in, in music uh, school. And I use also guitar for like performing live when, I, when we, for example we did this uh, metal facto everforce acoustic promo tour in japan so i played the guitar and sang there on that tour in record stores and live streams and stuff is that so, how you compose your melodies for vocals is on the guitar uh basically everything comes just from the head just listening and thinking and and i can usually remember what i what i've thought about like all of the ideas so I think it comes with like just doing it a lot. You kind of develop that kind of skill. So I don't really need an instrument to do it. But it, of course, it helps if you want to come up with like how to put the chords with together with a melody, like for ranging. 
it's really helpful. Yeah. All right. And you work at a gym. So what's the top workout going on right now? What's the trend in Finland? <laughs> well, CrossFit is very, very popular. But I'm not really a CrossFit guy myself. I'm much more like classic Arnold bodybuilding thing. <laughs> but I'm not so serious about it. I'm not like trying to get, gain an ounce every week of muscle or something. But it's just, you know, it's, it's healthy for the mind, I think, to mm-hmm. lift some weights. Really nice. Yeah. You can kind of like push the aggression on something, you know, useful. Exactly. Be be unchained yeah. on the weights. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> metal music and metal weights. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so we've got Road Goes On music video, Horizons music video, Fragments of a Memory music video that are going to be available in today's show notes. So those listening in right now or watching, there should be show notes down below. Hi, daughter. Yeah, I'll have to get you a, a soothie. Yeah, or maybe you have one, you just threw it. Yeah, oh, I see it, it's under the chair. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for your patience, everybody listening in. Uh, statistically, it's not possible that anybody's listening to the show anymore right now, but for anybody anybody who is beating those stats and are listening to the show, thank you so much. Jeez Louise. Yeah, I have to tell you... She's going to be a great singer. She's going to be a great singer. <laughs> we'll have the, uh, the band's uh, website, so you can go and touch base with the band, as well as check out those music videos. Daughter. That was a beautiful, high, heavy metal falsetto, right? There. It was. It was. I don't know. Is it, is it falsetto, though, if it's the truth? If it's the truth? Yeah, because falsetto <laughs> means false, because it's what a guy's doing to sound ah, like a girl. Okay, okay, okay. Well, maybe it's just head voice. It's baby head voice, I would say. Baby head voice. <laughs> All right, you heard baby head voice here today. So, <laughs> Dyro's Unchained, due out September 24th via Rock Shots Records, which by the time this airs, the record will be out. You can check out those music videos, check out the band's website uh, on today's show notes. Is there anything that I missed, Michael? We chatted about weights. And we chatted about Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and we chatted about guitar practice. We chatted about how Helsinki is the best place to live if you want to be in a metal band. There are saunas and recording studios. Uh, we chatted about uh, having all of your, I call it all your ducks in a row, having everything that you need to do to be uh, a successful band outfit. You know, thinking about touring, making sure you got your backdrops, making sure you got your set list, making sure you got everything taken care of, recording things properly, hiring the right people to do your mixing and mastering. And your videography so that you look great. <laughs> we also learn to have lots of patience when John has to do rock metal babysitting. Yeah. Hey, it's a unique concept. It's good. <laughs> you should make like a logo with you and the baby together or something. That's right. That's what we'll do. I think that was fantastic. Is there anything yeah. that I missed, Michael, that you wanted to chat about? Well, we could talk, you know, forever, but like... Yeah, it was a nice talk, and we covered a lot of stuff. I think it's good. Beautiful. All right. Well, sir, thank you so much for popping back on, and the only thing I can say is don't take so long next time. you got four bands you should be on every week. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, just send me an invitation. I'll be here. Okay. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much yeah. for coming back on to the Rock and Roll Podcast today. Okay, thanks.